Q-tip. It's a Q-tip. Come on, Boo. Look. You gotta entertain the folks. Oh, man. A total waste of Q-tip. All right. Cats need to know what's on the other side of the door. So, let's talk. Let's chat. Boo-hoo. She's a talker. All right, Boo. Sorry I'm late today, everybody. Boo, do you see this? Do you see this? This could be exciting. This is your moment, Boo. There we go. That's some cat action right there. You know, if you watch that documentary that the uh, Tiger King and you couldn't get enough, this is really sort of like that. It's just on a smaller scale. Okay, apparently that bath mat will have to be replaced after she rips it to shreds. She's very vocal. Wow. Well, there's the beauty shot right there. She looks away. It's almost like cats understand what, what cameras are. They will not look into the camera. I'm not in the toilet per se. I'm in the outer bathroomish area. Let's see the view. If I took baths, that would be my view. All right, let's get to the questions. Does anyone have a question that they would like to ask? Hello, guest. Guest. Hi, can you hear me? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. What is your question for me? <sighs> I am wondering about the lockdown. Um, more specifically with... How are they going to, um, sorry, I'm trying to get my thought into something coherent. Take your time. Um, all right. Sorry. The question is with regards to a resurgence with the lockdown. How do you think they're going to handle a resurgence? Let's say in New York City, they 
unlock and then a few weeks later the cases climb up again. What do you think they'll do? Do you think the public will accept another severe lockdown? Well, they will if there's data to back it up. So if the hospitals are um, over a capacity, then yes. And if, if what is asked of people sounds reasonable, then yes. I don't think people are willing to not go to parks and, you know, places where it's just obviously safer. So I think there would be some rebellion there. But I think these things sort of trend toward the reasonable. And the reasonable would be if, if the hospitals get packed, they back off a little bit. But if they do it intelligently, yeah, I think people will comply. They just have to see some pretty hard data to do it. If, the, if, it's, done, if it's done with sketchy data, or it's done in a way that people think is premature, which would be hard to judge okay. because you've got that, that, you know, that problem of people being infected don't really show up for a week. So it could be that it'll be another one of those decisions where we just don't have the right data, and yet you have to make a decision. It feels like this whole coronavirus situation has been that over and over, which is we don't, we don't have the right data, and yes. it's yeah, it's very muddied with the if no action was taken, we really don't know, would we have seen hundreds of thousands or would we have seen millions? It's very difficult to compare given that the action was taken. Well, I think the, the interesting thing is I think we'll know the answer to that because at some point we'll have enough testing that and we're a long way from this, I think. Someday we'll have enough testing to know how many people uh, have already been exposed and recovered. Okay. And, and then how many people died. So once, once we know those two things, we'll have a sense of how, you know, how catchy it was, how spready or viral it was. Because, it, you know, it's both factors. It's, it's the death rate, but it's also, you know, how quickly other people catch it. So we'll actually, we'll, we'll have the numbers we need to calculate what would have happened if it had, you know, progressed farther and faster, I think. I think we'll be able to work it out. Maybe. Okay. Or, or, or we'll just never agree. All right. Thanks for the question. Sorry about my big hand all over that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to take the guest whose uh, icon is a Clorox bottle. <laughs> oh, Clorox went away. I had a feeling that the Clorox icon person was going to be interesting. All right. Despite the fact that you have a Calvin and Hobbes icon. Okay, that one doesn't want to come either. All right. Seems that uh, people are bailing out quickly here. All right. Finally, uh, do you have a question for me? You are not monitoring your phone. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Oh, there you are. Sorry, All right. But... Yeah. Do you have a question for me? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. I didn't know you were me. You were calling me. But, uh, yeah, I... um. I wanted to talk to you about the um, what you said about it's more sustainable to have um, universal basic income than what we have now. Um, 
But I have to disagree because if, if it's funded by printing more money, what, what makes it more sustainable? Well, I don't know what context I might have said more sustainable. So I don't even know what that opinion is. So it's hard to defend it. Um, I'll just tell you what I think about UBI and maybe that will answer your question. Um, what I think is there's no way we're going to know unless it gets tested. The beauty of it is it's testable. Um, so, you know, you could, you could tiptoe in. Um, and I, don't, I wouldn't compare anything that we do in the, uh, in the context of uh, an emergency with what makes sense for the long run. So it could be a good idea in one but not in the other. And again, nobody's really smart enough to know. If the answer, were, if the answer could be derived by math or some kind of you know, model that was you know, even a little bit credible, or even if wise, even if wise people all agreed, uh, you know, then you'd have something. But we don't have any of those things. We don't have we don't have experience, data, models. We're we just sort of be guessing. Can therefore, I, therefore, testing is the only thing that makes sense. Can I put away that would make that, it sustainable? I'm sorry, what? Can I propose a way that I think would make it sustainable? Yes, if you can do it in a brief fashion to demonstrate your mastery over communications. I think if we switched over to a consumption tax to fund it rather than an income tax, because the problem with an income tax, if you're funding UBIs, there's less people making incomes through the free market to fund it. But if, you're, if, you, if we switch to a consumption tax, then the tax from that, everyone, everyone buys stuff. So everyone will be contributing, not just the people earning incomes. Well, of course, these things, it, um, if it were as simple as that, it would be back to we would have some experience or some data or some reliable models or stuff. So those are the sorts of ideas that smart people will disagree because there's no real way to know if that'd be a good idea. I mean, the obvious, the obvious drawback, but who knows if it's a big enough drawback, is that a consumption tax will you know, cause people to buy less stuff. So what does that do to your... It, your, it might have more businesses to move in, though, because there wouldn't be, like, corporate taxes and stuff. It'll generate more entrepreneurship in the in the sense that you're replacing it, replacing some taxes with other ones. So it's more encouraging to start a business then. Uh, this is what Gary so, Johnson was talking about. So, so it, would be more, it would be more encouraging, more encouraging to start a business but there would be fewer customers because the customers would be getting taxed on what they purchased. Yeah, but so you'd be increasing the number of companies while decreasing